it's 11.02, so gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. they got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Richmond. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, let's light the chalice and celebrate our Diamond Jubilee episode. Matt, did you get my present for our Diamond Jubilee? Yes, I did. As what was your fact, favorite? What was your favorite part about it? Uh, mostly the candy. That's yeah. I've good. been eating a lot of candy lately, and I feel like you just you know, you know me pretty well. So thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. It's yep. just you know, thought it was a special occasion. Right, and I, as you know, my gift hasn't arrived yet, but that's because the rules are that you actually have up to a full year to give the gift. So. You know, so you probably haven't even bought it yet. No, that's not what I said. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, okay? Um, you could have blamed the supply chain if you're going to make something up. Well, what if it was the truth? Okay, just come on, let's stop. Um, okay, you're right. We you're have right. we have revisionist news to get to, and uh, we promised, you know, last week that we'd have a bit bit of revisionist news one-on-one with Doc P in addition to the coach. And it's so only fair, equal time. Yeah. And so I, um, I have some one-on-one that, uh, that I did. And I, uh, I got some, I, before we get into this, I got some strange feedback from mine, which as you know, I don't like, but people said it felt like I was having a conversation with myself. Well, but that's just because it was so intimate. Right, I know. Well, you know. I feel like our spirits melded. Haters, you know, are always projecting. They just wish that they'd been been there with, they'd been able to communicate as well as you did with him. The biggest hater of them all is Seth. Really? Well, never mind. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, no, I believe Lawrence, you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and play the, the audio, okay? Okay. All right. Dr. Papster, I'd like to thank you for accepting an invitation to speak with, with me one on one today. It's a real honor for me. Oh, I'm very happy to do it, Matt. In my country, giving away your time and energy to someone else for free is considered the highest honor as well. I'm just so tired of Martin stealing the stage from me, stealing my ideas, and just generally co-opting everything I do or say as if it were his own. (laughs) Oh, Matt, that is a good one. 
Thanks. I think the fact that you and Martin bicker so often, while obviously retaining a real affection for each other, masculine, of course, is what makes your show so enjoyable. <laughs> That's a good one, Doc. Well, they don't pay me all this money for my sense of humor, you know. Doc, tell me how you feel about the coach. Oh, the coach. How many crambambulas and cheburikis do you have while you wait? <laughs> this guy, he is a little bit like a humorless Dick Cheney. You know, you think you are breaking bread with him, and he shoots you in the face with some kind of phallic American gun. So you might say he's a little bit more like Mike Ditka than Matt Nagy? Ditka, you know of him. In my country, he is known as the biggest sausage eater. And when I mean big, I mean he can take down just about any size of sausage. I did not know his legend has spread so far and wide. <laughs> Martin, I have to have to stop for a second. Coach um, <clears throat> Ditka. Mikolaj Ditka is the coach? The man who could fit any sausage into his mouth, even the longest? I don't know about all that, coach. I mean, I guess it could be true. There is an old SNL skit in which he is known to have quite an appetite for Polish sausage. Polish sausage? Yuck! Blech! Do not get me started on them. They are terrible people. If I knew that, I would have never agreed to revisionist news. Doc, I'm sorry. This was my fault. I think I have confused you. Mike Ditka is, is not Coach Popteen. Martin, I'm having trouble with the audio. Give me another second. Is not Coach Popteen. Nor is he the great sausage eater that you know from back home. Our Mike Ditka is a rage-filled, abusive celebrity. And Coach Popteen is just the coach, I guess. I'm sorry for the confusion. I guess we live in a smaller world than I realized. Oh, Matt, when will you ever learn? Just stop trying to be funny. Let it come naturally, as it does with Martin. All right, so... Martin, that's the end of the uh, recording. Okay. Sorry, I had well, too much trouble with the audio. Uh, there were some takes. I, I, I thought I had, uh, you know, I, I had edited together, and then I ended up playing the wrong one. Anyway, sorry, listeners. Did you cut the tape and paste it together? Yeah. Using Stromboli? Uh, no. With just oh well, that's regular there you tape. Go. But well, you have you have to use Stromboli. I just want to say that the conversation with Doctor P was, you know, hilarious because of the mix-up. But I have to admit, um, I am sort of tired of you um, getting all the credit for being the funny one. I just have to say, and of course, Doc P being so insightful, he figured that out. Yeah, well, I can't help it if people don't think you're funny. All right. Well, exactly. Um, I mean, there's no accounting for taste. Well, we have some pretty exciting news this week for the show, of course. Indeed we do, Matt. Um, 
I don't want to steal your thunder, but can I? We have a potential first sponsor for the show. Right. Um, so one of our, I guess our wheeler and dealer, Milk Prunty, he's on the computers all the time and the websites. He's got an offer from, believe it or not, former Chicago Bears coach Mark Trestman. Now, Mark Trestman apparently does work for the Positive Coaching Alliance. He's right. on their national advisory board. And it, as you probably know, it's an all-volunteer group whose primary role is to dispense advice. And they, with, they use the Development Zone Resource Center website. Um, they'd like to sponsor our podcast. And, you know, they'd like to just write us a check for $10,000 just right off the gate. Seems like win-win. I mean, this is just, this is, it's a dream come true. I, I don't even know how to, and it's, it's truly a dream. Like I, this is beyond anything I imagined being realistic that we would make, start making money like this or being offered money like this. Now, to be fair, we do have 75 episodes. We have a tremendously impressive, uh, I'm sorry that I said that word. We have a very impressive um, group of listeners. You know, we have all the, all the, um, like, you know, what do they call them? Uh, the different age brackets and, and, you know, 18, we kill them. 30, we kill them. 35, we kill them all. So anyway, um, what's amazing is really we don't have any data about how our brand is doing out there because well, of extremely poor mismanagement. Right. But yet they tracked us down and offered us this. You know, it's not a, a large sum given, you know, the cost of producing the show. Right. Um, but it'll help. Well, it. let's put it this way. Um, it's a strong offer. doesn't mean we're going to accept it because of course, you know, like Martin said, you know, of course we're, we're debating the other offers. Um, and, uh, you know, we do like that there's a connection with coaching. Um, yes. You know, um, I don't want to, you know, take us to garbage town here, but we don't really like to be coached. No, we don't. Uh, we are fine coaching other people. Yeah, that's m more of where our talents lie. Right. Um, but, you know, we're, I think that we just, you know, Martin, you and I, if we go back to some of our B school lectures that we took online, um, we like the synergy, you know, it's like, we don't, we're not in this, you know, you don't, we don't have to endorse you. We'll take your money and we'll let you, you know, shill your stuff. If that's consistent with some of the things we talk about, which in this case, and it if is. it's not, you can go suck on a ham bone and I'll kick off your face. And, you know, that's that we send that message very clearly. Milk, make sure to send like a, uh, kind of like security feature that makes sure they know that they have a limited amount of time to respond anyway. Um, so I guess, you know, Martin, are, are we ready to announce 
Um, well, hold on, hold on. So I'm looking here at some of their members of their National Advisory Board. Okay. Brad Ausmus, former MLB manager. Tom Beckett, director of athletics, Emeritus, Yale University. Brenda Bredemeyer, the Center for Character and Citizenship. And in this picture, she can barely keep her eyes open. Hmm. And are these really people that know about coaching? Could there be something behind this? Well, I mean, now let's wait a minute. Brad Osmus uh, yeah. managed the Astros. That means he's, he's a, a cheater. cheater. That means he's if a you, cheater. If you can cheat on the ball it's field. It's part of the culture. You can cheat in anything. It didn't. It didn't just start. It did not just start. Everybody knows that. That's why those guys got off with a slap on the wrist. And the real cheaters are the own. Well, anyway, let's not get off on a tangent. Um, Here's what I'm worried I don't about: like someone who can't keep their eyes open in a photograph. I don't like it either. And, and I also wondering... don't like the weird, you know, fascist-sounding name of that group the center for like good manners and you know o- obedience or whatever here's it is. someone else joe dumars huh? okay. at best he was the He's... most likable player on maybe the least <laughs> likable team of all time ever okay they cheated it's a hot take well i said it yep but i don't want to get caught in their web you know, if something's I'm, I'm, going you know, on. I'm, 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 you know what? I'm starting to agree with you. And you know, Mark Trussman, isn't he Canadian? I mean, yes, his he is. money. That's he probably. You know, did we check? Is a ten thousand Canadian? Because we're not going to get hosed. No, that's okay? like three hundred dollars U.S. Yeah, at the most, you can right. You know, ten k, you can buy like. Um, you can get like, like a case one of, those- of Molson. One of those fancy uh, Canadian geese, goose, you know, Arctic coats. You know, yeah, you don't want one of those. So everyone, well, if you, you live up you there, you up. do, but you know, you got to pay ten grand for it. But anyway, um, no, this could just be I, some I think, sort of giant Fonzie scheme. I, I think it, it might be a Fonzie scheme, and I think that maybe they're trying to get us to launder money. You know, to, that's what I think. Oh well, we paid yeah. we paid them to talk about coaching. We didn't know that they weren't doing it, but now we lost all our money. No, you laundered. We didn't it know that us. they weren't a charity, even though we obviously have said we're not a charity, right? You know, and then the next thing you know, the NSA is calling us, and you know, the Canadian Mounted Police are licking at our doors. Yeah, that's the last thing we need. I know, and I know, you know, I've seen Scarface. We're learning an important lesson about growth, I think. And basically, you know, you don't take the first offer and you always think, what's in it for him? What's in it for him? Because if it's not about me, if what's in it for him is not just me and you, but if it's any more than just we, you know, then we're not going to do it. We're not going to. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll not, wait for a better offer. If we're getting ten thousand dollars, how much is the Mark Shapiro, the president and CEO of the Toronto Blue Jays, get in out of this? 
Yeah. A lot of Canada connections here. Right. And somebody from Yale, you know. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's not even a good Ivy League. Well, it's good, but it's the lame one. How much anyway. money is Lee Steinberg from Steinberg Sports and Entertainment going to make off us? Right. By writing off, you know, writing us off as a charitable deduction and then and then suing us and clawing the money back after laundering it. Right. Or right. just trying to blame us for some beef Canada has with the United States. I mean, we're not stupid. I know. We we're we not. We didn't fall off the grape truck yesterday. I don't we, even go on grape trucks. Well. Because they're just not safe. Okay. Right. Everyone so, I know who has died has been on a grape truck. I think, you know, we should uh, we should just say, you know, once and for all, uh, thanks. But also, you know, don't ever contact us again. I don't even think we have to say thanks. Well. Just okay. say. I definitely maybe no. we could say that. Yeah, we cannot say thanks. All right. Because in Canada, that has a whole different meaning. Oh, right. Yeah. So we, we don't want that. What do we say? We just say, don't contact us again. Suck on this ham bone. We're going to kick you in the face. And this is our attorney's uh, Instagram. And then we don't put the link. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Killer. So they'll just have to search on Instagram. They won't find the attorney. Well, if they're no looking for lawyers. if they're looking for good ones, they'll find ours. Wink, wink. True, true. Okay, well, I think uh, it's time to move on. Uh, move on to hurrahs and huzzas. Perfect. Um, so I have a hurrah. I guess I'll go first, if that's okay with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so. I uh, I heard from uh or I was reading reading the Chicago Sun-Times sports page and I actually it might have been the front page there was an article about Dick Butkus uh is very unhappy he went on some you know some radio show boring and uh was talking about how bad the bears are and just really you know laying it down, laying it on, kind of thick maybe, but, I mean, let's be honest. He's not going to live forever. He played for the Bears. He grew up in Chicago. He played football at Chicago Vocational on the south side. He went to University of Illinois and played football there. Then he came back, was widely believed to be one of the most hard-hitting, tough linebackers of all time, and has had his number retired. Then he had a career in Hollywood. I mean, this is not just some schmuck. No, and he's earned the right. What I want to say is, first of all, thank you, Dick, uh, Dick Butkus. Uh, appreciate your passion and w- being willing to go in front of the, the people and really say it. I mean, everybody has been saying out there, out the wazoo, how much they're tired of this and, oh, you know, like, I'm not I'm not going to go to games anymore and nobody listens. No no nothing changes. The Bears just keep doing the same thing over and over. And now we get somebody like Butkus speaking up. And you know, after all the stuff we've been through with COVID and everything, maybe we should start listening to people who know what they're talking about again. Okay? 
uh, I believe him to be correct. And I'm, I'm also going to add, we don't need to hear any more from Mike Ditka, who the coach, I mean, who the doc obviously knows a little bit about too. I don't know if it's the same guy, but it could very well be. They have definitely sounded Mike, like they had some things in common. Mike Ditka ran for, threatened to run for senator against Barack Obama. Let's remember that. And he's got numerous DUIs. Nobody likes him. He farted on air recently on the on cable. Every time you see him anywhere, he's as red as a beet and hammered. Why does any why do we all honor that guy and love that guy? You don't hear him saying anything anymore because he doesn't even know what planet he's on. So enough with him. Let's listen to the guys that actually know what they're talking about. Ditka was from Pennsylvania, okay? Forget it. Go back to Pennsylvania. Wow. That was like almost a huzzah there at the end, but I I like that hurrah, Matt. Well said. Okay, thanks. So my huzzah, I originally titled it Fake Christmas, but I don't think that's totally accurate. Um, I would call this sort of the pumpkin spiceification of Christmas. If you remember, a few weeks back, maybe episode 70, 69, somewhere in that range, I talked about pumpkin spice flavoring and just pumpkin flavoring in general and how no one likes it. If we go even further in the Wayback Machine, when Matt and I were out on the town and we had a shot of Malort, that's also garbage. So a lot of stuff now around Christmas time, which is not yet, but it's out there. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Right. I would put into the pumpkin spicification of Christmas. So I know intern Michael would have a lot to say about this, but come on, it's bogus. Well, he had a Die Hard, it's not a Christmas movie. No, no, it isn't. It's not. We, we, no, it is not. You cannot show it to like a seven-year-old on Christmas Eve unless you're a terrible parent and then be like, hooray for Christmas. Santa is coming tomorrow. That doesn't even make sense. Um, this is another one I heard, just to add to that real quickly, Lethal Weapon, um, which you may not remember, but it was set at Christmas time. And when the girl falls from the balcony onto the car, it's like some weird Christmas song is playing. And then there's a shootout at the Christmas tree farm. Anyway, that's yeah. not uh, oh, a yeah. legitimate movie for Christmas. No, it's not. So here's another one that I think has just been taken too far. Saw an ad for it already today. The Polar Express, like train rides you can go on. Mm. Now, I don't remember. I remember when Polar Express came out, it has this like sort of creepy CGI animation. Uncanny it, Valley. Is what it's it called. is a Christmas movie. Yeah. But it's creepy. And I don't recall it being that popular. But now, like Malort, they bring it back. You go on this train. You pass by, like, a billboard that has Christmas lights on it. And then, like, a couple gingerbread houses. Doesn't look like the North Pole at all. And then you come back. And then $300 later, everyone was like, wow, 
that was an hour I can never get back again. I mean, just not good. No, it, I I agree. The few times that I've been forced to watch that movie as a parent, I just found it to be very corny, and like you said, it makes you uncomfortable because of how weirdly, but not human, but not anyway. Uh, here's another one. So Disney Plus. Apparently there's a Home Alone remake that's coming out on Disney Plus. Now Home Alone, okay, it's a Christmas movie. I'll give you that probably. Um, but remember when we were in lockdown and nobody was making anything and everybody was like learning how to bake bread and stuff? You're telling me that nobody during that time period could come up with original Christmas themed programming for Disney Plus. Nobody could do that. It was impossible. So they're like, oh, let's make Home Alone. And what we'll do to make it on the cheap is we'll get actors that no one knows. It'll be great. They made like seven new Star Wars like shows like between cartoons and the Mandalorian and like all this other stuff during that time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how that's to your point. That's how how over pumpkin spiced Christmas has become. No one's trying anymore. Exactly. So I think I'll leave it at that because I think you get the gist of it. But I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I that's a great huzzah. I Thank I, you. I hope we'll we'll continue to monitor that as we get closer to the big holiday. Yeah, it's you know, still I think it's seven weeks away. Yeah. Really creeping up there. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, this might have been our best show, I think. I think without a doubt it was. Um, we came to a conclusion about our sponsorship. That's a no to no-go. We're excited we- that you as listeners are going to be with us as we grow, and you, you'll you'll only be more impressed with the people you hear about in the future, I'm sure of that. I know that to be true. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Have a great week, everybody.